0: So much punctuality, yet so little time.
1: Yet so I don't little. It didn't make any time. sense. <laughs> it did. If you didn't say it didn't make sense, DK, I wouldn't have batted
0: an I, just so you know. Sometimes you have to say something, even if it doesn't make <laughs> sense, but say it like full confidence. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Uh, yes, yes. Like, 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 like this right here, DK. Like Kenneth Martin says, Hey guys, it's hump day. Yes, yes, it is, Kenneth. It is. Uh, What shall we do about this? Uh, We could start the show. We could mess around a little bit more if you like decal. I mean, it is a bye week. Man, you got to get healthy the same way this team does, right? Well,
0: all right. In that case, I'm going to share with you there was a movie from like forever ago called Night Shift that was that starred uh, a very young Michael Keaton. Yeah. And Henry Winkler. And they're part of the premise in one of the scenes of this movie is that you can get into any building, into any facility, anywhere in the world if you're holding a clipboard. Is that what it is? <laughs> they, they, so, that, because you look confident. So what they would do is they would walk into this building and they would just kind of look at the clipboard and look around like this and walk at a steady pace and nobody would stop them. That actually
1: makes a whole lot of sense, man. Uh, I would probably let somebody through if they did that, unless it was my house or something. <laughs> you know, that'd be the only place where you start like, hey, who are you again? <laughs> uh, man, It's funny. I had a, I uh, sold two situations. I'll tell you about one. And one involves Alejandro. The other one was this. I'm sitting at the barbershop, right? Maybe about a month or so ago. This guy walks into the barbershop the same way you said. Had a clipboard. Had a a, a, a label yeah, right on his shirt. his name. Yep. He was there for um, fire extinguishing, A uh, fire extinguisher certification. Said every small business needs to have their fire extinguisher certified. And I'm just like, ah, that seems like something the fire department will do. My barber was like, hey, no, instead, give me your card. Uh, I don't need it done right now. Do I have to do it? No, you don't have to do it. How much is it? $50. I'll get back to you. Hand me your card. He has a buddy of his that's a firefighter, right? You know what this firefighter told him? Uh That's an independent company that will certify you. If, you pay, if them, you pay them, but this isn't a necessary thing to do. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. Insane. And then another one was this man, Alejandro. You guys know he went to Carnegie Mellon while he was playing football. Carnegie Mellon's up there, right? DK, as oh, far it's as institutions? Way up there. Certainly in cost. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they did a course uh, because I think he's getting his BA in business, uh, business administrations. And he said they had a course in public speaking. Of course, you want to be a CEO of a company. You got to know how to speak to a crowd. He said one of the things they told him, and you know what, DK? It makes sense, which is why we have this. He said whenever you walk into a room, you're about to start a, a speech, do this. Clap your hands. Clap of the hands, you get people attention. Clap of that's the hand, good. put your hands up, you engage people. I was like, huh. So that's huh. why
0: we have the bell. I hadn't quite thought of it that way. That's really cool think oh you that. want to start the theme yeah oh, okay i see what you're doing the <laughs> sorry go ahead
1: oh no that's that i mean that was <laughs> did you just sneak some food dk but that was interesting, DK. If you think about, like, public speaking and how you engage people, if the room is little chatter here, little chatter there, you, hey, my name is Ramon. And you'd be like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's time to get it going then, DK. Very, very fascinating. Little small tidbits that you never really hear about in situations like this. You know who didn't pull that off today? Who?
0: Matt Canada. <laughs> oh, no. He... Uh, I almost feel like any day that he talks, what we all should do is just agree that everything that he said, everything, was evil. Okay? Evil. Outright evil. Because because you start from that default mode and kind of work your way up. Okay. He's not a great public speaker. Okay. He's not going to do any kind of rah-rah with anybody. And he's absolutely, unequivocally not going to give you the answer that you want which is wow i'm terrible i really need to go i have a different calling that i need to pursue in life no one's gonna do that he's not gonna do that and no one's gonna be happy about it you know
1: yeah yeah uh that's fascinating because uh, let me let me play the other side of this too oh my gosh i saw social media i know you were there dk or the penguins game yeah, I uh, heard it was uh, rambunctious.
0: Is what the ah? Uh, um, it was, was. It was brief. It, it it didn't. It didn't. It started off to the right side of the press box. Uh, I saw during kn- play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So these people. Let me tell you something about how hockey, hockey works here. Um, when when the puck drops. In any situation, there's no music. There's no none of that. You know how in the NBA they play something while you (laughs) cross (laughs) the timeline or whatever? Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 None None of that. So the only time that you have complete silence in an NHL game is whenever the puck drops. So these people knew what they were doing. Place got quiet. And I'm I'm here. Are you kidding me? I'm looking over to my right. Yes, they are. Holy hell, yeah. they're doing a Fire Matt Canada chant. You heard it, huh, DK? And, <clears throat> and it did spread. And then, I don't know how else to put this. It felt kind of weird. Uh,
1: because you know why it felt weird? It doesn't. It's not going to happen there. A different venue, yeah. and you just came off of a big win. That's why it felt weird, oh, right?
0: Maybe that's part of it, too. I mean, we can't get into everybody's heads here individually, but, you know, that's... I just know that when it happened, when the Penguins fans chanted for the firing of their general manager yeah. last April, the general manager was sitting there. He was hearing it when the group of Penguins fans, I'm not misspeaking here, Penguins fans at Akershur Stadium started the chant to fire Matt Canada three weeks ago. You were right about that. Too. I, I, boy, did I take a lot of heat for that you were right about okay but i mean i didn't have to guess they reached out to me they told me what they did okay you know i mean that's that's the beauty of everybody being connected in all ways yeah yeah when that got started everybody hears it who's supposed to hear it
1: that's all i'm thinking of here you know what i'm saying yeah and and to get back to matt canada too real quick too, dk I, the answers that he's giving go, going, uh, they're going to be very stock. They're going to be very PC. They're going to be very bland and nonchalant. Probably, he know everybody's coming for his head. I mean, guys know when they're playing bad, and they hear it. Also, family members hear. Uh, I don't know if Matt Canada have kids in school or wife or you know significant other too, but you hear these things. You go out in public every once in a while, and truthfully, DK, heck, he may be at a point to where look at that, <laughs> he may. Up, dog? he may be at a point to where he probably ready to get fired though too well you get tired of hearing
0: he, it i was going to say it, it the thing that you hear most often from people who are completely besieged in the sports world okay and you hear it from people who have more important jobs too okay you know whatever it is whether it's a police chief mayor military whatever right
1: yeah Poli-
0: politics more often than anything else yeah is that they don't like their family hearing it. They don't like their family being subjected to it. Yep. Matt Canada comes across as someone who has a legitimately thick skin. Okay. And what he'll he's actually said this out loud that what you know little Angela? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I don't mean feel a little. She's 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 wonderful. She's, no, no, she's very small. I get what you're saying. Not smaller like than Teresa,
1: small. but she's small. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we're not
0: gonna we're not gonna go Zay Flowers on her here. Okay? <laughs> but but right, but um, Angela, a, a tremendous asset to the Steelers in all yeah. ways. She works with Matt Canada, and she's standing. She's the one who's standing next to him in these videos that you see of him outside the company. And Matt Canada has said with a microphone in front of him, he said, well, yeah, Angela, let me know about this and this that was being said. And no, that's not true. Or Angela would let me know about this, this and this. So Angela is the one that's kind of making sure that it's not, you know, that he's at least informed of what's out there. Yeah. Do You follow me? And she can function as kind of a filter between, you know, the Mm -hmm. stuff that really took off, like the whole thing in the press box or whatever, whether or not he cheered. You know so
1: to be aware of what's coming down the pipeline that's exactly where I was about to go DK a <clears throat> little bit of coin you remember uh a couple weeks ago we had the hard conversation it wasn't hard DK went DK went when you went professional on us and specifically about your profession as a journalist in the court in, in 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 the aspect of you explaining you can ask all the hard questions you want you're not gonna get the answer uh-huh. so Little bit controlled, yeah. A little bit of coin put up here. MC, Matt Canada, did his usual, blaming everything on the players. Took zero responsibility today, so guess he ain't get fired. I think only the Steelers would keep the worst OC for three years. Matt Canada is not going to lay his head on the guillotine himself. It's just not going to happen. Why would you do that? And you saying (laughs) he's been vanilla? It's a team sport. What if the plays were set up to be successful plays and there was uh, somebody in the backfield or a sack was caused. Is that on Matt Canada to play calling or is that on the player? It does work hand in hand. I'm not excusing the plays that get called sometimes or maybe Najee doesn't need certain runs his way, or maybe there should be more of Jalen Warren. There's a lot of maybes when it comes down to it. But when you attack, 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 yes, he's still employed Matt Canada Uh, sometimes guys go in, and so asking those hard questions, you'll never get the answer. There's an old saying, you'll catch more bees, you'll catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. Keep them close. Let them know, okay? Uh, Yeah, I I understand it's a tough day for you. How does that make you feel as a coach? Like, you're not going to say, man, how how, do you know you suck as offensive coordinator? Nobody's ever going (laughs) to ask that question. Well, nobody should. That's
0: unprofessional. Yeah.
1: But that's the expectation from the fan base. You know, you suck as offensive coordinator, and we boo you in stadiums. That's who's who's DK got the steel to say that. No pun
0: intended. I don't think it's a matter of re- steel and resolve or whatever. Okay, it's it's not professional. Yeah, yeah. You, you would get in trouble, but it wouldn't be with the football team. It would be with your own employer. That's, true, that's unprofessional conduct for a journalist. Again, people think we're fans, and we go there, and we're, hey, and another thing, I'm speaking for the fans, and you suck. You just can't do that. You can't do that. You lose your job by the end of the afternoon.
1: We got one right here, DK, that's admitting where they were, man. Cohesive eel. What does that even mean?
0: I don't know, but Section 141 uh, is is a reference not to – yeah, I was gonna say that's a reference to Aquishure Stadium. That's not a reference to PPG Paints Arena.
1: Well, well that's what I was saying as far as one forty one starting it. You know, so or being in the section before it mm-hmm. went off. Uh Kahiceville said I was in section one forty one for the Fireman Canada chant, and I couldn't understand what I was hearing at first. I just stood there listening to it go around the stadium.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it went it went to one thirty it started in one thirty six. Yeah. Meaning this is the one from three weeks ago. Look at look at us doing like the Zapruder film treatment. I love this it,
1: man. I love this. DK. It's good. It's almost like starting the wave mm-hmm. in a stadium. That's what it was, man. That's
0: what it was. No, that's uh, that, that's good stuff too. Here, John Matthew says, "Not doing your job is unprofessional." Also, I, I don't know if he's talking yeah. about Matt Canada there or, or what
1: reporters. I think probably well, well probably
0: both. But, but reporters don't have. That's not the job. That's the exact opposite of the job. So yeah. you go in there and yell at people and tell them that they <laughs> you suck.
1: They got mean, a just... <laughs> Y'all are ruthless, man. I, I want to oh, go to. Yeah, John clears
0: up here. Yeah, he, he was referring okay. to Canada. N- yeah, I mean,
1: that's true. But again, John,
0: uh, here's the thing, too. It's back and to the left. Yeah. the Kevin I... Costner line, right? From, uh, from JFK? I'm not even sure. I yeah, don't know it... if I've seen that one. That ba- Oh, jeez, Moan. That's I got to see that, it. Yeah, that's no, that, one, that one you see with the kids. I'm wrong for not seeing it, is what you're saying. No, you're wrong for not seeing it with the kids.
1: Okay. All right. I got one. I did uh, that.
0: I did that. Not that I'm the world's greatest parent or whatever, but yeah. I, I, I watched that one with Monaco, my son. Yeah. And, and then he came with me on a Penguins trip to Dallas so that we could tour the sixth floor museum and everything. Wow. It was great stuff. Great wow. stuff. Wow.
1: Oh, that's phenomenal, DK. Uh, I want to go into the next session because Rodolfo's reminding you of this, DK, that has to be took care of at some point. Mm-hmm. And Ron Lytle, uh, I want to start off the next um, segment with that, the Hey Mom segment. I think it's a very fair question that he's asking, DK, or a topic that needs to be brought up.
0: Yeah, why don't we do that? That's, that's a good idea. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and, and remind everybody that there is, in fact, only – one segment that matters
1: and and that's hey mon, y'all that's why y'all are here man let's rock this thing
0: at dk pittsburgh sports we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams now that connection's stronger than ever introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app find expert inside reporting and original podcasts check live box scores track the latest stats chat it up with our community of thousands of fans all in one place the new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Someone someone was in here yesterday telling a story about how he saw you on the sideline. Where where were you just now in Cleveland? Uh, I was in Indianapolis and I was in Cleveland also. Yep. He, saw, he saw you on the sideline in Cleveland. Yeah. And he said that he yelled out, Moan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I get that often. Now. Yeah, but but what happened was that you turned around. And you looked at somebody else that you knew and went. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I, I told this guy, what you needed to do was to say, hey, Moan. Hey, hey, then he would know. So I'm actually going to play a joke on you here. I'm going to find somebody from the Titans traveling party. What's wrong with you? And one day, one of these days when you're in London this weekend, yeah, I'm going to have one of these people just randomly somewhere on the street you know, on Regency Street, or whatever. Okay, and they're just gonna yell out, <laughs> "Hey, moan!" and you're gonna be on the wrong side of the planet, going, uh, "What the? What
1: the? Going on?" <laughs> yeah, DK, you say that. You that's fascinating because it's happened more and more often now too. It does. It uh, happens here. It, it does, man. And I'm, I'm really, uh, I don't have anxiety about coming to Pittsburgh whatsoever. But my wife did ask me, man. She was like, she just, she just asked me, "What, what you gonna do when you go to Pittsburgh?" And I told, I said, I don't know, because the guys I know still on the team gonna make it rough for me. DK is gonna make it rough for me. The fan base know who I am bus? on the opposite side.
0: See the bus back there? Yeah. Okay, buses roll down Fifth Avenue here. That's how it goes. I'm going. I'm heading down to get a coffee closer yeah. to Market Square, and. A bus driver, just you know how they have those like side windows. Yeah, he kind of does this with his head and he yells out to me, he knows I'm not you, but he yells out, Hey, (laughs) Moan, we're
1: taking, we're catching up, y'all. We're taking off, man. Uh, but, but I I will, I will say this though, that Pittsburgh trip will be fascinating for me uh in a lot a lot a lot a lot of different ways. And by the way, Jim, I like to call it best Tennessee. Not the Haywood Tomcats. We we beat y'all pretty good, but uh I played against them. You to want to talk about a basketball rivalry? Ripley High School versus Haywood County. Entire gym DK just packed. You can't even get into it. Gosh.
0: Love it, man. Well, let's get started on our on our <clears throat> on our Hay today, right? <laughs> yeah, let's command everybody's attention. Let's get started. You ready? Dwight Jefferson does that. He has his own clap as he walks into the room and says, is the zone run blocking scheme a fit for Najee Harris's skill set? Who could one right off the bat. Should the run scheme instead, given who and what Najee is, be a straight ahead power attack? I do think
1: Najee needs tight inside zone runs and a blocker in front of him. And what does that mean? That means, look, if it's inside zone and you hold and Najee take his proper running back steps to give the the low offensive line time to block, then he got something, okay? Or Najee can run front side and peel back to the backside a gap tight inside zone. Uh, also, this right here, um, not, not just getting to the line of scrimmage. Like I said, I tell you, take just a, a quarter of a second. He's getting to the line of scrimmage quick, and he's running into the back of the offensive line, maybe pulling the puller in front of him. Fullback to clear the way up a little bit more while those guys get set. You don't automatically push guys off the line of scrimmage in the NFL, not in college either. It just doesn't happen like that. It's just too big. Too big. You got to give the the, the play time to breathe for a second. And Najee is so gung ho. It seems, in my personal opinion, Najee might see this. You guys tell him about him like, no, he's a liar. That's not what I'm doing. But it looked like he's getting to the line of scrimmage faster than the blocks are becoming open. Mm hmm. So I would do gap scheme counters with Najee to give him a little bit more breathing room.
0: We're going to remind you here that the way to join, the way to become a member of this program is to go to, and this is a URL address, it's a web address, go to DKPS.net. I'm typing it for you here. Oh, there it is. Look at that. DKPS.net slash join. That's how to do it. Uh, It's 99 cents a month. if, If you get one as a gift, it doesn't renew. I think it renews like this, right? yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it's 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 a very convenient thing and everything else here yeah um, and
1: by the way i gotta uh we're gonna have to add the uh, link to instagram to my brother uh whenever we post pictures the the ramon shop he bought some merch in my honor and uh he posted he said he had so many dms like where can i get merch where can so we I have can i doing it that. yeah well, that's we'll yeah instagram
0: that. is a place that we need to be with that sort of stuff i agree yep. with that here mm-hmm. uh also if you want if you want to make sure that you never miss the live show and i understand we're supposed to be here at, <laughs> at, at four exactly which we were today <laughs>
1: we were today and people are mad about that
0: make sure that you subscribe to the channel okay that costs nothing okay just hit a hit a subscription to the channel what that does is that lets you know whenever the ramon show or the other three Steeler shows that we have comes on uh cost nothing you'll get the notification yeah oh so yeah you- to hit the bell, she says here. Yeah, that's right. You have to hit the little bell that YouTube offers uh to get the notifications here. Uh we have some pretty good questions lined up here. Yes. So we're gonna start getting to those. Ray says, This is my first live show ever. Um <laughs> or first live game ever. Sorry. Wait a the second. First live. I'm gonna yeah, read this on. right here. Okay. First live game ever. Magical Magic. and the dream come true. Oh, he's referring to when he came here. On, oh, I remember. Come on, DK. Now, okay, all right. So he came here the other night, and we were closed, and we were walking back home. So we're a block away from the shop, right? And he's like, and he was so nice and so everything, and he just asked for a photo. Okay, so like, can we just do it in front of the shop? So we come back to the shop, and now some other people come, and they're like looking inside, and like, are you guys open? Yeah, we're open. <laughs> Turn all the lights on, flick the music on, whatever comes in. And uh and Ray says here uh that he, he appreciated coming in the other way around, oh, man. That's
1: awesome. Dude, he was from guy. he's
0: from, he came down from Montreal, and that's why he's got the uh the ten dollar a lot of Canadian Steelers fans. We never talk about that on this show. We talk about really? the Mexicans. uh Steelers, especially in Quebec, uh there's a there's a really nice See Canadians have the CFL okay yeah, and then uh, yeah. they will kind of support it or whatever but there's a big NFL following north of the border in general. They should be hitting
1: uh playoffs soon shouldn't they? The Canadian League real soon. I think they end up around Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving uh every year for the uh, Grey Cup.
0: Yeah, it's, uh well yeah, that's anybody who dares to try to wrestle the Grey Cup away from my Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, look at you with teams in different countries. Do you That's have right, a soccer pal.
0: club? That would be your Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC, pal. Okay, okay. the way, who right. have check. the best record right now, finished the regular season with the best record in the USL know. championship, and they're heading as a top seed. So uh, guess what colors they wear? Black and gold. That's right, pal. That's no how it doubt. works.
1: So, so, okay, perfect segue, DK. As you know, Good. I'm a radio guy now. Hey, what a segue you had right Smooth. there move, man, I tease with the Ron Lido, uh question mm. or statement, and this is not to attack the fan base. It's just to ask a fair question. I have my YouTube up, looking at the comments coming up. Also, Ron Lighter puts up there as a fan base. We've been spoiled for decades. It's rough to go through these growing pains. Fair or not fair, DK, I I, I say it's fair to go through them. You can't be king of the
0: hill for forever. You can't be king of the hill, but I think that. The, the view, the sense that I get from a lot of the fan base, particularly the, the portion of it that's disillusioned, that's really disillusioned and out just outright angry with everything anymore is that it's been a long time since there was a playoff win, like a,
1: like a run. You're saying
0: no, a playoff win okay. <laughs> one bleeping W. Okay? okay. It's been a long time. That's been since Kansas city. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Or the, the six field goals. Yep. Okay, that's and it. That was ugly. But but you got the result. You walked off the field. You didn't apologize to anybody. I was there. I okay? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. You he got did. it done. And little did we know at the time that would be your last playoff win for – it's been more than half a decade.
1: Yeah. Um, okay?
0: That's not okay. It's not okay.
1: You're right. I'll give you that. That is that is a fair statement to be mm-hmm. made right there, DK um it is rough to go through the growing pains ryan as you put that up there man i see lyle also puts in the comments at least we're not cleveland that is a hundred percent fact too but cleveland also knocked us out of the playoffs a couple years back the the, the standard okay and i hate to use that because a lot of people are just mad at coach t about even saying those types of things the standard is winning uh but the expectation of this franchise as of late because a lot of people tell you before mr green came into the fold This wasn't a winning organization, but we've all grown accustomed to that. We're the the generation of people who've watched this franchise be good for a very long time. I will say that, though, DK. There do need to be some playoff wins. There do need to be a level of consistency that comes along with your play. Somebody brought up yesterday, and I meant to get to that question about, you you know somebody brought up the 49ers i was just thinking to yourself the 49ers tore it all the way down before they got to the point they hired Ooh, kyle shanahan sure did and it was putrid dk it was bad it stunk okay and i don't even know how long this is going to last because brock purdy is going to come up on the contract real soon and i know we're in a rookie contract with the quarterback too but it's a matter there's a there's still other pieces that have to be filled in for this team. A second corner that you can trust in. reassuring of the offensive line. Cam, more help. Uh, And then, of course, management of plays. Okay? There is a few missing cogs of a championship-style team. If we make it to the playoffs and get that win, I hope so, DK, just to get that monkey off your back to say that was a step in the right direction, you know? And then the sorry thing about it is this. Your fans of a franchise is not necessarily going to suck. You're not like the Arizona Cardinals or the Carolina Panthers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to where you're okay with losing 15 games a year and picking in the top 10. This franchise always wants to win because of that. You're going to be picking from like 15 on out, and those uh, uh, franchise-changing players are usually in the top 10, other than I know you said Devin Bush situation.
0: Lyle Kropp says at least we're not Cleveland. Uh, It's a fair point to make. Uh, last night, by the way, at the Penguins game, uh, one of the Penguins players was born in Cleveland and, and they're <laughs> doing, they're doing the pregame introductions. You're going to love this. Yeah. They're doing the pregame introductions and they'll say, you know how in, in, in football they'll say from such and such university. Well, they don't really do that in hockey, but if you're new to the roster, what they'll say is, uh, you know, so-and-so from wherever. Okay. Welcome to Pittsburgh. And yeah. then, and then the player gets introduced. And this was uh, Jansen Harkins, who the Penguins just acquired about a week ago. I see uh, from Cleveland. Welcome to civilization, Jansen <laughs> Harkins. <laughs> it was Like, oh, the place loved it. Cleveland doesn't even have a hockey team, not an NHL team, but the fans yeah. just loved it. It was just such a such a great egregious shot. Uh, was-
1: quick hockey minute. How was the young phenom? Was it good to see him on the ice from uh, Chicago? You know,
0: you know what's interesting? I'm going to offer something because I, I think. From what I heard, ESPN really overdid it. They they ran with it. Yeah, did you hit a referee also, I heard? We played that on my show
1: today. Welcome to the NHL.
0: As they dropped the puck, he looked at him, and he said, Connor, his name's Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. He said, Connor, welcome to the NHL. And the kid kind of looks up at him, and he's about to take a draw with Sidney Crosby. Sid's looking right down where the puck is supposed to drop. They drop the puck, and Sid cleans him. (laughs) It's like, you can have your pageantry, man. We needed possession. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good, uh, yeah. good stuff there i'm um, glad to hear but that. They, you know what what i found interesting because there's I, I always find similarities between sports to be fascinating the three that i cover conor bedard was so light on his skates now if i oh. say that to an athlete it doesn't matter what the sport is that we're talking about Yeah, because you've <laughs> seen football players that you can describe like that where you just go Whoa, he's just nimble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. like, or someone who is of a certain size, but has a way of moving that makes them look smaller yeah. than they are because of yeah. how. Um, even it even applies, believe it or not, to offensive linemen. I used to say that about Dave. Dave, Dave would yeah. move at a level that's just not natural for a guard. Okay, yep. Marquise had a, a tight end's of athleticism yeah. and agility, but he's Fact. playing center. Yep, yep. Uh, that was what I saw in Bedard. More than anything else, was he just he could move from here to there. Wow, with looking without looking like he was touching the ice. It's it's a freak show in that regard. He's an amazing yeah. amazing skater, amazing amazing talent. He's going to be great not just for Chicago but also for the whole league.
1: I see Jerry Yeager said. Uh, Yeager said that uh, Bedard made the difference last night for them. That's true.
0: Um. No, Chicago's goalie was pretty good. <laughs> no, Peter, Peter Morazic made 38 saves. Uh, he was very, very good uh, at, at the far end of the rink. So, no. And Bedard didn't okay. score. He had an assist. Had an but assist. He, he did have 10 shot attempts, which is an awful lot of offense to create uh, on its own here. Um, here. Alex Flores has a good one here. Hey, Moan, do you think this defense now misses Terrell Edmonds, especially Minka?
1: Uh it's always adjust it's always hard adjusting to new players playing next to you. There's a level partner. of trust. Yeah, it's a new partner for him. Uh level of trust that has to go into those types of things. Terrell was seasoned. He understood Pittsburgh's system, and him and Minka could play off one another. Do I say they miss him? No, the defense I still think is playing well enough, except for the run game, I think, uh against Cleveland early on. Uh, the back end of what Minka's doing, Minka still is making his plays, and this defense is still very opportunistic. You always miss players like this, but a good portion of his fan base and coaching staff looked like they wanted uh, Edmonds out, looked like they wanted Terrell out. So that's business.
0: Yeah, I would say if there's, there's occasionally, especially when the Steelers will lose, people will look for some kind of hole or flaw no. in Minka's game. You can't count on takeaways. You just can't. You cannot count on interceptions. There's only been one Ed Reed in our lifetime. Okay, who was just born with this sixth sense from God to yeah. where that football was going to go? Oh, he got lucky. They threw it right to him. Oh. No. Okay. But the, the reason that that doesn't happen for anybody else, not even Troy, really. Troy wasn't, Troy was a, 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 obviously a phenomenal player, but Troy was a phenomenal player for a lot of reasons. It wasn't just that the, he would find the football. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Reed had that.
1: He did and and could move around the football field as if it, again, light on his feet, right, Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't think there's a flaw in Minka's game per se. I think the rest of the defense needs to find its footing and free up Minka, make sure he's not leading the team in tackles, which he didn't this past week. He was up there, though.
1: Change of his partner is what happened. I don't think you missed Terrell. He's just got to learn his new co-host.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a good. I think that's a good way of putting it here. I'm being reminded here by Rodolfo, as always, that it is time. Yeah, DK, to let everyone know <laughs> that at the. Uh, wait a second! What happened to my 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 screen? That's one, two, or three of them, DK.
1: I see nothing on your screen, just you.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. I meant the screen where I keep all of the uh, the go reads and stuff. It just mm-hmm. went like totally mm-hmm. blank for a second at the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Quality is at the core. Of every menu item, our three expert chefs fine tune every detail so that every sub burger salad. Now, don't be getting any of those. Don't be getting the sub burger salad wrap drinker app. Get the Pilgrim. Okay, if you've not had the Pilgrim, it is basically Thanksgiving on a on bread, Thanksgiving on on a bun. Okay, that somehow holds up like the the bread holds up despite having all this stuff on it and, and cranberry sauce and turkey and everything it's it's fantastic it, it's really it's an experience to eat uh order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today better but believe, believe it. it and we owe you a pilgrim
1: yeah you do dk uh since we added a read let's go to this one let's read this one real quick from Yancey man jenkins says hey mom why is Byron Leftwich reaching out to us instead of the other way around? Because Byron's not in the building, and Byron hear the same sentiments that you guys deployed to the media and social media and stuff like that. Byron's a stiller. He's won a Super Bowl with this team. Uh, and, of course, if he can just be in the building, that's the thing about coaching. You want to be in the fold, in the building as an analyst. Byron's just lending his hand out there. And this is also a situation where why would you bring Byron in if you hadn't let go of the other guy? That's just too much writing on the wall. And then you also have Glenn Thomas in-house, too. That's too many chefs in the kitchen. Shout out to the three chefs at the get-go cafe.
0: Yeah, it's it's. there also has to be an understanding that if you do something like that, if you were to bring in anybody else. Come on, DK. You put them in the same room, they're going to be looking at each other like, "Uh, all right, now what? What the freak are you here for? Are not those words? Yeah. 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 yeah it'd be like that scene in Moneyball when they go, uh, Billy, does he have to be here? Yeah. <laughs> Remember I that? that, that <laughs> Am you I don't want to speak
1: the way coaches, are, you don't want to you don't want to burn those bridges. I can't I can't stress to y'all enough about how you guys want to execute Matt Canada. You can't burn those bridges in that fashion. You just can't. Whether that be Byron on the back bad end or something. Or Coach hey. Tomlin or somebody. You don't burn those bridges. If you're like gonna that.
0: make a change, make a change. You Put fire them, but don't yeah. bring
1: nobody in like that.
0: Daniel Pike has gifted 10 memberships, which hey. is which is really, really cool. Uh Carrie Russell's gifted one of those. Make sure if you don't have a, a, a membership that you have your accept memberships option turned on so that you can have a chance at one of those here. Uh King King comes in with a contribution hey, too and hey. says, Hey Moan. DK, this is more of a life question. I'm considering moving to Denver in the next couple of months. What are your guys' thoughts on Denver? You have thoughts on Denver? Love Denver. Why is that? I've been there. It's, um, you could, it with
1: Denver to me, it seemed like you can just be you. You don't have to worry about whether you want to be a person that's in in the rural parts of the city. So true. You can live downtown in Denver. I almost look at Denver as a blank canvas type of place. Nobody, I don't want to say nobody doesn't judge you. But like Mm -hmm. you can just be yourself and whatever you want to do in Denver, uh, I'm a fan of it for sure. You can be a hippie in Denver.
0: Yeah, (laughs) so let's just say, or businessman, and 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 you won't be looked at any differently wherever you go. Uh, I will say, and I'm always really really careful about this stuff here. There might not be a city in America that got hit harder by the pandemic, the urban core than Denver did. Maybe San Francisco did. Uh, Denver has work to do. To bounce yeah. back. Okay. Uh, all urban cores all over the world have that, including our own. There's, there's, that thing created unprecedented challenges. Uh, but I believe in Denver. I believe in the 16th yeah. Street Mall. I've spent a lot of time there between, uh, you know, football, hockey, and of course, more than anything for baseball, the Pirates, when they go there, they're there for three or four days at a time. And I always stay Right downtown, including during the pandemic, by the way. Yeah, nice, nice place. A lot of comments are
1: uh, coming in. I I live in Denver. Traffic suck, bunch of hipsters. That's somebody that wants you to move there, King King. <laughs> That's what we say about Nashville now. DK, you can
0: visit. but leave, please, okay. Yeah, uh, it's not some. Of, this is why I didn't want to bring this up here. There's a lot of homelessness. There's homelessness everywhere. Okay. Yeah, it is. There's homelessness in Pittsburgh, but in Denver, they really, they they really did nothing about it. Okay, and it's it's like a it's like a wow factor when you get there. Uh, Evan says, uh, hey, Moan, do you think the reaction to the offensive struggles this year is so much stronger than last? Because we had Kenny on the bench to distract from the shortcomings. I I, I get what that Kenny was like the deputy mayor waiting off to the side. Yeah, you always had a different, uh, you know, a, a shot that you could take. Yeah, the
1: the, the uh, reaction to the offensive struggle is stronger because of this. You expected more out of Kenny. That's what it was. You expected Kenny to come in and, and, and save the day, but we also have to be realistic and understand that Kenny is still growing as a young quarterback. He didn't start a full 17 last year either.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it was
1: hopes that he was going to come in and be really good this year in his second professional year, but nothing makes you better, DK, other than what? Time on the field. Nothing makes you better other than reps. And Kenny looks like still need a lot of reps and understanding of how this NFL works.
0: John Knox says, "Hey Moan, was there a real beef oh between God, Hines, me. Ward and Ben Roethlisberger or did the press play that up?" I don't know, uh, I remember writing about it.
1: First I'll say this cuz we heard uh people talk about this in different forms and stuff like that. The first sense I have respectfully so it worked. I'll say that, okay? The second thing you always got to remember with this, older quarterbacks always seem to have issues whenever there's new guys coming in too, when the young wide receivers do come in and those young wide receivers like Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders can make plays for your team, there's always well, what about me. Hines wasn't necessarily like that. Hines understood that the door is more closed than it was open. I'm not here to tell Hines' story, but that's usually the trajectory of veteran wide receivers. Him and Ben, I don't think, had an issue. It never was divisiveness. I know this. We always made sure Hans Ward got his catches and targets. That was never out of the game plan for us. And it it was obvious, too. Yeah, it shouldn't have been.
0: (laughs) Not what you're thinking. Leo says, so Matt Canada's happy with where the offense is and the players need to do better. What? Again, Leo, there's nothing he can say. There's There's nothing he can say. And this is offense, so he's supposed to
1: say that, too. Again, he's not going to lay his head on that guillotine. He's just, just not. Yeah,
0: you, there's only two words he could say to anybody that would make them happy. Not, I, I quit. quit. He's yeah. not going to say I quit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Donnie has a problem with you, Moan. What's that? I did. I said it earlier. I did. Remember? All right. All right. But but Donnie, I got you.
1: It is. Day. Y'all be good now. Don't be doing anything crazy
0: out here in these streets. Okay. Josh, are the streets of 16th Street in Denver. Josh Webb says, Hey, Moan, with Deontay Johnson coming back, presumably, now, Deontay gave a hell yeah when asked if he's going to be back after the bye. Um, has Calvin Austin done enough to be solidified as wide receiver three? uh Yes. Calvin has earned a lot to me. He has. Yeah,
1: same thing I did, DK. All uh, right, let's finish I know this it, first. Yeah. Calvin <laughs> did a lot. He's almost been one of the more consistent players when he's out there in the field. And I know a lot of y'all are saying, why in the heck was he out there whenever Gunner fumbled the ball? Again, he's Calvin's concussion, issues. His
0: evaluation. His,
1: yeah. his situation could always be, can you not take the
0: big hits? Yep. Because you but will yes, feel them. <laughs> he could be wide receiver three. Yes. And my feeling is when Deontay comes back, Josh – is that the guy who's most likely going to get semi-bumped from the mix is Allen Robinson, okay? Um, Because you're looking, obviously, George Pickens is out there, Deontay is out there, and Calvin will be your third guy, okay? And in conjunction with, we'll see about this one too, although he expects to be back, Anthony McFarland, okay, who would be lining up on the outside or in some sort of other gimmicky roles. He was supposed to be. You want to talk about the playbook? he had several pages in that playbook that were just designed for him there's no one else that can run those plays okay yep. meaning the anthony mcfarland plays so if you remember what had you excited part of what had you excited about this offense in latrobe was that there were so many different weapons yep. including the multiple tight ends and everything else well the tight ends are gone the wide receivers are gone okay they need to come back for this offense to be even a fraction of what it should be. I'm not making excuses for mad Canada. Okay. Right. But that's not what I'm sharing here with you. Isn't an excuse. It's reality. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I see, uh, Jay, Jay Bo said this, we lost speed in the comments. I I do somewhat believe that I, I don't know if it's correlating over to what's happening on the field, but you did lose some speed and some valuable bodies as far as, um, this team's concerned with what they had plans on. And again, nobody cares about your problem. Either glad you got them, DK. You know how it
0: goes. So, Moan and and I had the same eyes-bugging-out reaction about a minute ago whenever this came in from Grayson Brown, a $100 contribution, which I'm fairly certain is the biggest one this show's ever had. Yeah. I ain't ever seen red pop up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't didn't know know there was a color
0: for it. I didn't either, DK. Uh, a million Gray- things. Yeah, wow. Grayson says happy belated birthday DK. Thank you for that. That was Monday. Thank you for everything that you do for the home city of Pittsburgh. Dinner on me from California. Love you all. Love the Steelers. Beautiful. Rain or shine, here we go. I will say this Moen. one of the things that's been really cool about the past week and the fact that the Steelers got the result that they did was <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> you it, it re- up? Yeah, it no, it restored I think some of the sense of understanding of why the fans are here. Why do you invest what you do emotionally or even financially uh, into the team? Why do you put yourself out there for every kickoff uh, the way that you do? Why do you live and die during that game? That answer came in the fourth quarter on Sunday. Whatever doubts you had about this or that and whatever, you can still want Matt Canada fired. I do too. But if you watch that fourth quarter, and this was my point this week, and, and you're not moved by that, yeah. step back from it a little bit. You know? and, and DK, even me
1: saying it, you know, I did my breakdown on my show today about the Ravens, just like Pittsburgh probably should have lost that game. But you know what a lot of organizations can't say? They can't say they got the fight, the will, the drive, to pull out wins like that, DK. Whether it's the mystique of,
0: of Akershore field slash Heinz field, Can I just throw in parenthetically here? All the fight that happened in that game, Miles Killebrew did not get AFC special teams player of the week. They gave it to some dude who put up a bunch of chip shot field goals. I'm not kidding. I don't even remember who it was and I don't care. Dude, he kicked five field goals, but three of them were 27 yards or shorter. What a goof. I mean, that's just looking at a piece of paper. And not putting any work into it, right? That's all that is. Yep. Miles Killebrew changed that football game. Rodney Williams would have been a better pick Yep. than this kicker, than that okay. guy. You and, know, and I, with,
1: I, I was just going to say in a game where this that team, the
0: home team was the underdog, DK, think about I, that. I feel terrible taking Grayson Brown's comment off the I screen. I do too. is there a way we could leave it up there (laughs) just we got one on top of it It, it, it's definitely saved might be saved for all time thank you again that's amazing uh jason says hey moan can we expect broderick jones to win the starting job with another great performance if he gets another start i think he's i think he's it moan what do you think man i've been back and forth on this one after monday i've been back and forth
1: on this after monday what do you mean because a part of me says, yes, he should be the starter. or He earned enough reps to become the starter, right? But the other side of me is just like, because I've been on the back end, like like Dan Moore has of this. Like, hey, somebody got injured, somebody got moved in, and then you're not the starter anymore. I don't think Dan Moore's done enough to not be the starter. It's just that you know you got the young Thundercat behind him, and how soon do you want to get him started? It was
0: never going to be a fair fight, and Dan knew It ain't.
1: That. It ain't, man, and and that's where I sit with it. I knew it wasn't going to be a fair fight the moment they drafted him, and that's why we gave so much props and credit to Dan Moore because Dan Moore, who surrounded Broderick Jones more than
0: anybody, DK? That would be be 65. He raised his arm and put him under his
1: wing, did he not?
0: Yep. Yeah, and he's still supporting him. He's still – I mean, this this isn't something that's going to go away. Look, Dan Moore is going to make his money in the league. If he continues to become – Uh, a a consistent starting left tackle capable guy, okay? That's someone who's going to have employment in the league for a long time for a lot of dollars. So don't weep for Dan Moore here either. But it's it's also just one of them situations. This one hits me
1: because that's the situation I was put in when they drafted guys to take my spot, and I was out. But like, what the hell? I didn't even – I didn't lose this spot. And then, of course, I proved that I didn't lose it. So Dan will get redemption if that is the case. It's just hard for me, y'all. And this is my bias. So judge me how you want to, to just say, hey, yeah, give the rookie the job. I can't do that. But he didn't do a lot to lose that either, Brian. Brian puts up on the screen for people listening on podcast. sorry, but Dan didn't do enough to keep the job. Did he do enough to lose the job? No, I don't think he did. Both have had mistakes when been given the opportunity. And again, this is the thing. It's one game that Broderick's had as a starter. What do you do when there's more film? Will he get better and continue? If he does, he's earned it.
0: Evan Wurst says, Rodney Williams is my guy. He came over to sign autographs during training camp, and I wish him the best of luck this season. I cheer for him every time I see him play. It's amazing how that stuff resonates, though, isn't it, Moan? Like, if you, if yeah. you were nice to somebody in La Trobe for about eight seconds, they'll they'll be able to remind you of it eight years later. Yeah, 73, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, you're awesome. I cheered for you every day. Why? Because you became a real person. You know why people say uh, people don't remember what you did.
1: they may, They remember how you made them feel. I got that's good. I've never heard that actually. I don't care about what you did, DK. How did you make them feel? Right? That's that's what matters. And that's they made them feel good. That's why they remember and root for them.
0: Hodge, who's drinking some Baltimore tears still (laughs) four days after the fact, reminds us that it's this is now six wins in the last seven games against the Raisins. And that's 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 pretty impressive. I mean I hadn't thought of it that way, but they they have started to take a little bit of control here. And by the way, Kenny Pickett is 2-0 oh against the Raisins. Wow. Including okay. the W down there. you recall the, the late touchdown pass uh, to, to Najee Harris. Two,
1: two things before you move further. This right here from Mr. Nick of Time wasn't Dan ranked one of the worst in the game he played. Okay, cool, and I'll always go to this. John Don't. Knox, man after my own heart. <laughs> Don't trust the Gray specifically on the offensive line when it comes to PFF. They hey, only know a few guys that they love.
0: Anybody, yeah, most of them are are related to in some form or other to Chris Collinsworth or Cincinnati in some capacity because Collinsworth owns PFF. Uh, But for those of you who are even fairly new to the Ramon Foster show, every once in a while I need to tell the story again of the great number 73 out in Chuck Knoll Field. At Saint Vincent College, and I was standing over in the end zone, dutifully covering the warm ups and the stretches because that's exciting. <laughs> and over there on our side of the sideline was this handful of real geeky looking guys, right? Yeah. And when, and I mean that in a in a good way. I mean, you just yeah. you can you can tell you geeks, right? Okay. Yep. And Moan had no problem figuring out who these guys were.
1: No, I knew, I knew, and I told them their grading system sucks to their face. Okay.
0: No, 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 no. You're not doing that comment justice. He didn't say it to their face. He said it to the entire team, this guy (laughs) I'm sharing this show with. Okay. He he just yelled out, y'all grading system sucks. (laughs) They don't know how
1: to judge offensive linemen. They They don't.
0: Ash white. And you know
1: what? (laughs) That still holds the case when it comes down to it, though, too. And and here's the thing, though. Too. I see somebody just said this a second ago. Jake, put this Mm. up here. PFF also ranks TJ outside of the top five as a pass rusher.
0: What do you do with that? They're counting games
1: pressures more than actual getting the man down on the ground. DK. I I, I, I I understand
0: following a formula, but if your formula leads to the flagrantly incorrect result, you need to adjust the formula. This is, this is like science. You know,
1: and and I saw one of their main guys on social media trashing Shady McCoy for calling Dak Prescott a double S. Okay, he called him just flat out and just basically saying that's not an analyst. But I'm also thinking to myself, like I've I've asked you guys to have guys in house to view how offensive line play is and how you guys block and what's real and what's not. So many people running with that Randy Randy call on social media thinking it's a call for Randy Moss. DK, that's not the case. And even if that was a check to friggin', uh George Pickens. It wasn't. It was mostly about the protection.
0: Yes, it was about the protection. It was also designed to send. There was also a, that would send a signal to George that, yes, the play is still on. You know, it. it, it Who said it, that again? I, well, that came right. Oh, you mean you? No, no, no. I, well, I said that, but that came directly from Kenny. Oh, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, including that Matt Canada drew up the play earlier in the week that they practiced it exactly like that with exactly those calls. That's his rehearsed. His rehearsed gets. Everybody had their fun with it for about twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yep, and it happened. It can be true that the story that the story is totally the narrative was totally inaccurate and that Matt Canada still should be fired. It's okay <laughs> you know, to just be accurate with these things. It can't be.
1: Here's another one I like right here from mm-hmm. Colkin. We talk a lot about JPJ and Project Jones, but what do we think about Ben? We talk a lot about him. So is he ready to get more snaps? He's got more snaps.
0: You know what? Larry O was talking <laughs> about Keanu Benton after this game. Yeah. And he said that, you know, he's getting things done in there that I don't know that, you know, it can be recognized. Meaning he's, was- he's Okay. Because if you look at Keanu Benton's stats from the game Sunday, I believe it was uh, two tackles, one solo. Was it? Okay, it wasn't that? It wasn't that exciting. Okay, but they're seeing stuff that only people like Ramon and interior linemen on either side of the football can see or appreciate. Who did you take out? Uh, how much space did you? How much? How easy were you to move? Mm-hmm. How easy were you to fool? Did you not adjust to your gaps? Uh, Larry O is loving what he's seeing from Keanu Benton. And I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that over any stats or PFF or anything. I want to hear it from somebody who's in there. And, and here's the thing
1: too about uh, Keanu Benton and the role that he's going to play. If he's making a ton of plays, you're going to recognize it. And if he's not making a ton of plays, you shouldn't recognize that. You shouldn't recognize that because that means he's simply doing his job. If he only logs you two tackles in a game, but you see guys like Juan Alexander, Landon Roberts, being able to shoot the gap and get to the back end of the uh, that, backfield. Yes. That's what he's doing. Okay? That's,
0: that's what Larry O was talking about. And that's what the inside linebackers were talking about. They had clear that's- lanes. They could go on the attack. Why? In part, because 99 and 95. And by the way, James points out here and correctly that Isaiah Loudermilk has performed better in that regard as well. They had a good day against Baltimore's running game, uh, number 35 in particular. They also, other than one real weird broken play that Lamar Jackson ran for about 20 yards, you didn't see much from him on his feet either. Can
1: I explain what, what they were able to do up front, DK? So we talk about just playing your role with Lamar. Go ahead. You saw, this is his offensive line right here. You saw this from the way those guys rush. They stayed in their lanes. They kept him. This is Lamar right here on my, my mic. They kept him right there. And that allowed for Lamar to get kind of swallowed up a little bit, let TJ close on him, or have those errant passes around the field, DK. That means the big boys up front did exactly what you needed them to do, stayed in their rushing lanes. And was a breakdown? Yeah, here and there. But it allowed those those premier rushes, TJ and Alex, to flush him out and push him up to where they were able to get pressure on. And I absolutely love that plan, DK.
0: That master plan was put into place when? With Coach Tomlin, the first time we ever saw him. A long time ago. And there's a reason that Lamar Jackson is 2 and 7 against the Steelers. And there's a reason, by the way, that opponents, including playoff opponents of Baltimore, including Mike Grable uh, with the Titans, whenever they faced Baltimore, the playoffs where did Vrabel find his his yeah go ahead After we play him yep he just said oh look what Pittsburgh did all right why don't we just do that guys all right let's call it a day I, know, I, that was the end of it I gotta
1: cover that game and it's funny that Pittsburgh played Ravens the the week before the Titans it's gonna be fascinating to see if they approach it the exact same way you know I'm gonna have my eye out for that DK
0: James says when Cam comes back who snaps will he be taking the answer to that is yes and who cares let's just who get cares? him back <laughs>
1: I hope he's able to karaoke and high step down the field. That's all I want from Cam right now, DK.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody needs. No, in all seriousness, though, if you have three down linemen, those are your three down linemen because Good Keanu plays in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay, if, if it's two, then it's going to be it's going to be Cam and Larry. Uh, what you do want, though, more than anything else, though, and Jim brings it up here again, what is Larry O's injury? That's a tough one to answer right now because when Larry O got hurt the other day, remember he was well, down for a while. Yeah, he was. He's had the foot injury now since before he signed. That God, was back God. when the Bears, when the Bears annulled his contract and everything. Yeah, you, you said Doug. That this guy does. He goes. He he misses practices and he goes out there and plays like that in games. Yeah. Do you know what that tells you about what what circumstance he's working through here? Yeah. My belief is that Larry just re-injured the foot in some capacity while he was out there, stayed down. He did one of these, like that's, that's the face that an athlete makes when it's a recurring thing. Like did this thing it ever fix it, kind to go away. Okay. Like Marquise in the ankle. Yep, yep. Okay. Where you just go, I'm never, ever going to get this thing fixed. Right. And Larry goes off the field and even the head coach ran out. Yeah. At the time. Oh, uh-huh. and Larry comes off with him and guess what? He's right back out there after that. I asked him afterward, how are you doing? He goes, I'll be fine. Of course, that's the answer. Of course, that's the answer. But you know he's not DK. (laughs) Yeah. Do you you believe, by the way, Holden brings this up. Do you believe Terrell Austin when he says that Joey Porter Jr. isn't a starter yet? He don't want to do it in public. He doesn't want to do it like that. He don't want to do it like that. No. And and I will tell y'all this, too. As much as we
1: see Joey Sr. be happy for him, Joey Sr. will want to see that be the case. Uh, Go back and listen. I will suggest a podcast. Listen to Ryan Clark's podcast with him and J.J. He going to let him know, like, this ain't going to be no easy role just because my role was different. Like, you ain't got to just go work. That's all Joey said. You got to go work. And that was a good sentiment right there from his pops, man.
0: Our last question for the day goes to Luke, who asks, Hey, Moan, do you believe in Mason Cole? I'm paraphrasing here, but do you think he'll play better? If not, what do we do at center?
1: Uh, He's the best option at center. I'll just leave it right there. And, again, I mentioned yesterday that uh, maybe James Daniels being out plays a little bit of a part maybe having a new left guard plays a little bit of a part from last year to this year him being a pro i expect him to play better because here's the thing you know when it's bad but again same way we're looking at lario i don't know if he's got an injury i don't know if his shoulders jacked up he got a bad knee i'm not excuse making and it very much sounds like it i'm sorry y'all but I can I tell you I'm not be aware better.
0: of any Mason injury. That doesn't mean he doesn't have one, okay? So I'm yeah. not trying to be disrespectful in either way yeah. here, But I'm not aware of any Mason injury. Yeah, okay. All right, well, he needs to be better, period. And he knows that. And he knows that. There's a reason he stands tall in front and center. Uh, Casey in, in, said in,
1: that, too. You you can't change centers. You just yes. can't.
0: It's just this is tough high school. yeah this isn't high school okay i mean you you can't do that to your quarterback you can't do that to the rest of the line it, it's 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 asking way too much all right guys <laughs> it is dk all right uh, guys.
1: we we got one two from db cooper you want to hit that afterwards we talked yeah, about. yeah we'll do that bit.
0: afterward let everybody know yeah. here uh,
1: Who lies james lost me yeah, cole is a stiller don't do that we'll be right back we'll be right back <laughs>
0: Yeah, here's D.B. Cooper reminding us uh, that the the show won't be here Thursday and Friday, not because the guys are away, but because that guy over there is heading to London. Go
1: across the pond, man. Uh, Who was it that called it the pond? Was was it them that said that? Because it's bigger
0: than a pond. It might have been Columbus. Okay, all right, for sure. sure. He he wasn't intimidated by it. He just looked at it and said, yeah, it's just a pond, man. Mm. I I don't know, maybe Leif Erikson, Ferdinand Magellan. Who else can name another explorer? Can you name a fourth explorer? A fourth explorer? How about Amerigo Vespucci? There you go. Look at you. Look at you. (laughs) Go off, DK. What a ridiculous... Look at the
1: big brain on DK. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that from? Pulp fiction.
0: What a ridiculous... Oh, was that Samuel L. Jackson? Man, look at the big brain on Brad. Oh, see, look at Jay Quest Ponce coming in with a dropping a Ponce De Leon on us here. Deleon. Lewis and Clark. No, man. That
1: yeah, was on land, <laughs> man. What are we
0: talking
1: about? Well, what are we talking about here? How about baby? the late,
0: great Dan Rooney retracing the Lewis and Clark expedition? Crazy. Explorer himself, DK. Isn't that what an amazing thing that was, uh, huh? Yeah, big time. Big Vasco da Gama. <sighs> Look at these! Look at these people. Well, right. you, you're going to have ten of these by the time you become one yourself.
1: I am DK. Years exactly from now,
0: years from now, they'll say, "Oh yeah, the great Ramon Foster. He could cross the pond." I tell
1: you, they want Matt Canada T- to go across the border
0: <laughs> in, a, in a Titan's charter jet.
1: I know, right, DK? They're dogging you, man. Chris called you out, man. That's
0: crazy. He is so totally. Uh, he, there's no scurvy there's no rickets there's no berry berry on your flight <laughs> no we got none of that DK.
1: we got an automatic flight uh navigational system in the sky is what we have
0: marco polo come on man that was
1: the other direction somebody put captain what about captain morgan
0: what about him captain morgan i believe is being served on that charter flight <laughs> he should be the about romeo de foster i like that <laughs> I like
1: that DK. Pretty solid, man. Hans solo. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all, dog? I think people just making up names is what Jim said. Jim Montgomery.
0: Ah oh, man, see, Greg Yoko goes for the lowest hanging fruit here, right? Christopher Columbus. Uh, we've got uh... We've got DeSoto is another one to throw mm-hmm. in. Amelia Earhart. Amelia yeah. Earhart's a good one. She, in her own way, was doing stuff that nobody had done before. Facts. Very much true, I DK. I like that. Wow, what a bizarre ending to this show. You know you know where we're going to uh, take this to close it out for the week? Tell us. Grayson Brown.
1: You're far too kind, Grayson. We didn't start this show for all this to be happening right here, DK. This was our outlet to uh, discuss our team, my team. You cover it. It's my team
0: our team yeah somebody was in here this was a couple days ago and said i remember when you guys started and it was just once a week and i thought it was pretty cool and i just wish there was so much more of it and i told him about the day you and i were in the hotel lobby in nashville and like moan was like we did it it was like it was live and you're like whoa that was cool can yeah. we just do that every day
1: uh, yeah we didn't know the format and how we was going to do it consistently and we've had some trial and error with stuff but uh grace and you're fortunate and not just you we've had uh Numerous memberships to be bought, also, DK. Uh, Daniel Pike added 10 more memberships throughout the show. We've had others get memberships too, man. It's always uh, appreciated.
0: Mm-hmm. Charles Lindbergh, Sir Francis Drake. <laughs> He's, what is wild Irish rose? I don't even know what That's that a is.
1: Whiskey or liquor, DK. That's what that is. Alan, you should be better than this. I thought you were a doctor, by the way. You're yeah. smarter
0: than that. Leif Erickson, I believe, is a left-handed defenseman. The Penguins just added. <laughs> um Charles Lindenberg, really? Yeah, so so listen, guys, uh, or listen, Moan, take care of yourself over there. Oh,
1: I might go see Arsenal while I'm over there or their uh field, the pitch. Oh, is that cool? Yeah, yeah you, you
0: use the right terminology when you do that. You know, it's, call a, a field. Field. it's a pitch, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, we're playing at Tottenham say, Tottenham. What is it, Tottenham? Yes, Tot- Tottenham
0: Hotspur, Hotspur, I believe, is the name of the of the franchise. Yeah,
1: we played at Wembley and they're playing at Tottenham Hotspur. By the way, do you know their fields drop
0: down and hide underneath the ground? I, I don't know. I've seen some of these new stadiums that yeah. they have put up over there and they're amazing, including that one, which was designed in part for, for football to, com- to accommodate American football uh, and working in conjunction with the NFL. And I think that's just there's just more and more pieces that are coming into play uh, for London to get its own team, and then from there to what? I don't know about them getting their own team. If you do it, it has to be a European division. You have to have four. Okay. And then you, and then from there, when you, when they have longer home stands, or when they come to the United States, you make one road trip, but you play three games. There's ways to do it. That it's that it's not that tough. Um, the only catch is, and players have brought this up. You gotta want to play there.
1: You gotta wanna play there. Schooling, kids,
0: wives, family. It's still the NFL. Taxes. When you're talking about the upper, upper upper crust of football, you've got to make that situation very attractive so that someone like an Aaron Rodgers can say, Listen, I want to spend my whole career here. Although oh. I gotta tell you, comparing metropolitan Green Bay, Wisconsin to London. That's <laughs> You'd much rather be in London, probably. I am 100% in favor of the NFL being in Europe. 1,000 billion percent of it. I think it'd be just amazing. All right, guys. It's bye week for us, too. I did the clap. You did. Uh, It's bye week for us, too. We will be back with a show. My own swears he can pull it off on Monday. All right. I will
1: be. Yeah, 100%. Uh, All right, guys. Peace.
0: All right.